0: Hi, and welcome to the Authors Lighthouse podcast, helping writers and emerging authors navigate the choppy waters of publishing. I'm your host, Karen Schober, indie author and author consultant. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Authors Lighthouse. So this week, we're going to talk about protecting your social media. It finally happened to me. I got hacked. As I mentioned last week, I had my Facebook account that had an attempted hacking. I awoke to over 20 messages that someone tried to log into my account from another part of the state. I jumped in, locked down the account to freeze it, but it took over a week to get back in. I was very lucky that I could get back in, and they hadn't deleted anything from my account. This was my personal account and not the business pages that are attached to it. I could see those pages, but the main page, my page, was blocked and I couldn't see anything. It was torture. So this all happened at 6.30 in the morning as I was trying to get ready for my second day of jury duty. I was trying to reset passwords both on my phone and my computer And I think this made Facebook lock the account down even more. Of course, because I am impatient, I tried to log in a few more times and was just told to log back in later. It was a good thing I had jury duty and I couldn't have my phone out while in the courtroom. Otherwise, I'd be trying to get in all day and probably would have done more damage or added to the recovery time. The thing that gave me hope was that the account was locked and not able to be seen by anyone. To make sure, I did ask several people to check my page. I also saw that the same photo I used on my page was still the same. I had no problem with my Instagram account. Remember, Instagram is part of the Facebook family through Meta, but I couldn't use the Meta business suite that I used to schedule my posts for my business pages. Luckily, I had already pre-set up and uh, pre-scheduled many of the posts that did post during that time period. I was very grateful that I had done that ahead of time, knowing I was going to be stuck in jury duty. Like I said, it took about a week to get back in and being persistent. I eventually found a way to find a chat with a representative from Facebook. And eventually they did help me after trying many, many many other methods of getting in. It did help that I had an email account that is not associated with the account that I used for recovery, but it did require sending them a copy of both my driver's license and a selfie with some very specific requirements to get access. In the end, I do count myself very lucky that I could get back in and nothing was lost from the account. Once I did get back in, I looked over the pages both personally and professionally. All seemed right until I got to the paid ads section. Somehow, while I was locked out, someone posted two ads for completely unrelated project, products on my page, and I got charged $3 towards them. Again, I was lucky that I could get to those ads deleted from my account and the charges were reversed. It could have been much, much worse. Honestly, I really would have liked to have ex- examined those ads a bit before deleting them to see how they were constructed, but I didn't want to risk keeping them in my account for one second longer than necessary. I am still learning Facebook ads and it would have been interesting to see how others created them. So why am I telling you about my experiences of getting hacked? This is a publishing and writing podcast, not a security one. Well. I admit that I was a little naive about my account security. I was in denial that my account was safe enough and that I never get hacked. I had a good password. That should be good enough, right? (laughs) Yeah, right. I share the saga with you so that you don't have to go through what I did or worse. Have your account stolen from you. I had a friend get his account hacked and stolen from him three times in a matter of a few months. I've had a Facebook account since 2008, which is pretty much when Facebook opened up to the whole world and not just college kids. If I lost my account, yes, it would, it would be un- inconvenient, but I would also lose all my contacts and photos linked to me by friends and family. I would lose membership to countless pages, and I'd not be able to access my personal pages like the one for this podcast and for the one I created for me as an author. While having an account here or any social media page, you do run the risk of getting hacked. And there are ways to protect your account to limit attacks or the damages they do if they do gain access. Now, keep in mind, the first line of defense is a good, strong password. Using your pet's name is not strong enough. Having a mixture of letters, both capital and lowercase, numbers, and special characters are a good start. There are many theories of how to create good passwords or using a password keeper that generates random passwords for you is an excellent way to start. There are many online password keepers that you can use to create random passwords and then have one master password for the entire account. Sure, the password keeper that Google has is good, but what happens if your Google account account is hacked? I prefer using an an account outside of Google, or other site. While I was looking into what would be best for me, I know that people have used them for years with great success. And this way, you don't have to remember the passwords to all those sites that you log into, or even worse, remembering to update the new one when those sites ask for you to update your password. A bonus of using a third-party password keeper is when the inevitable happens and your family needs to access your accounts. This way, there's only one password they need to know and they can manage your affairs when you cannot. It is better than keeping a notebook because the password keeper will automatically update the password when needed so you don't forget. Plus, there's always a chance of writing down the wrong password in the book or misplacing the book by putting it in a notorious safe place. I also recommend that all logins should have at least a two-layer password or two-factor authentication if the site provides it. I like using Duo as an option if it is offered. Services like Duo will randomly create a temporary passcode to allow you access to your account. I first used it when one of my job with one of my jobs when I worked from home to gain access to the office's network but now it is used by Facebook, Amazon, and many other sites to help you keep your account secure. Sure, it's annoying to have to go through these extra steps to log in, especially if you have to log in often. But what is the cost if you don't? You risk losing access and possibly losing all the content that you've created over the years or get charged for ads that you did not create. For authors, a major part of our business is run on social media. Having an account hacked not only gets in the way of your business, but can also affect your reputation. Imagine if someone hacked into your KDP, your Kindle Direct Publishing account, and stole all your books or ran up thousands of dollars of ads for books that aren't yours. Or even worse, violated the terms of service and got you booted off KDP forever. And it has happened. If you are banned from publishing on Amazon, you cannot just create a new account and start over. Yes, you might get the account back on appeal, but that can take days, weeks, or longer, which takes away from potential sales of your books, time that could be spent somewhere else on your business, or could cost lawyer fees. While this topic isn't on the craft of writing or the business of publishing, it is still important to know how we live and run our businesses online. The more we can protect ourselves and our content, the more time we will have in the future to work on what we want to instead of fighting with a faceless help desk for days or weeks just to get back in. Just remember to use a strong password, two-party authentication when you can, and if you get hacked, don't panic. Once the account is locked, it takes time to get back in. And the more you push buttons randomly, the longer it might take to get back in. Side note, while I was preparing this topic a few days ago, I didn't record until today, which is Sunday. This morning, 8.30 in the morning, I got another hacking attempt. First thing was an email. I did not click on any links in the email that Facebook sent me. I rarely trust them, especially since my husband had gotten a suspicious email from what looked like maybe Facebook the night before. Instead, I went straight to the app and could both lock down the account. Uh, I locked down the account, verified it was me, and then reset the password yet again. And this process, this time, only took about five to ten minutes to get through. It was much easier since I had multiple email addresses and my phone number on the account, plus it was hooked up to Duo as well. It was well worth the extra time setting up the security last week to make this morning a smooth process. Please, please take care of your accounts. A little bit of work now will save you many headaches in the future. This week's show is brought to you by Ally, or the Alliance of Independent Authors. It was the first organization I joined when I decided to move from a hobbyist to a professional in the world of indie publishing. While Ally offers many services like legal and contract advice, publishing guidebooks, and education for their membership through literature, conferences, and podcasts. But my personal favorite service that they offer is the database and directory of author services. If there are any questions on a company's services, if they are legit or not, I hop over to Ally's database to check and see how Ally has rated them before giving them my email address, let alone my manuscript or money. There are lots of other great benefits that you can take advantage of, and you can find out more on the Alliance's website you can head over to bit.ly slash A-L-H A-L-L-I. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash A-L-H dash look forward to seeing you all in the Ally Membership Forum soon. Phrase of the Week. Today we're going to talk about comp title. A comp title or comparable title are movies or books that are similar to yours. While your book is unique, think of these like the books that would be on the same shelf or table as yours. Or even better, think of it this way. If you like this book for the action and movie Y for the costumes, then you'll love this book. So why do we need to know what our comparable books are. It is used in the marketing to let people know both for the marketing or marketers and for the customers to know what kind of book they're getting without having to read the book description on the back of the book. It is part of your marketing to give them what your book is about in the easiest way possible. This is a way to describe your book faster than even an elevator pitch, but it could be incorporated into any marketing efforts as well. It is best to use books or movies that are a bit more mainstream because you want the reader to know the content you're comparing it to. It can be specific depending on the genre or who you are marketing to. On a wide marketing campaign, you wanna use mainstream books or movies, but if you are targeting fans within a genre or fandom, you can get a bit more niche with the works that you are comparing yours to. If you're having issues finding two works to compare your book to, ask those who have read your book, like editors, beta readers, or arc readers, for their suggestions. They might have a fresh view on the works that are similar. And that is a comp title. In publishing news, this week, publisher HarperCollins, one of the big traditional publishing companies in New York City, has entered negotiations with the union employees through seeking mediation. The union employees have been on strike since November, and they have been working without a contract since April of 2022. The union and HarperCollins entered initial negotiations in December of 2021, so they have been working on this contract for a very long while. But uh, contract negotiations fell apart early November, hence them walking out a few days later in November, and they have been on strike ever since. The union is holding out for fair pay for their members, while HarperCollins is reporting several quarters of declining revenue, but they do report two years of growth in their financial reports, so the union is really holding out for fair pay. The strike is made up of approximately 200 union employees that are employed at HarperCollins. It is affecting the production of HarperCollins getting these books, their books, ready for release. These 200 employees are the very people who are working on the book content and production files needed for publishing production. It's amazing that no matter how large or small a publishing company is, the pieces needed to produce a book are still the same. Hopefully, once the mediator is appointed, they can negotiate a fair contract for both the company and the union employees so they can get back to work and back to regular life. I hope this works out for everyone. So my personal update. This week has been much less eventful than last. I mostly worked on the audiobook for Hollywood Hearts, the second act, and getting it ready for the launch on February 14th. I did decide to put the ebook up on Kindle Unlimited and therefore exclusively in ebook form on Amazon, at least for the next three months. Why, you may ask? Well, I am a fan of publishing wide, but since this is a series, the first in series of many books, I wanted to try and get the name out there and see how I could do on K do in the KU world. Uh, in KU, you get paid by the page read because it's kind of like the Netflix subscription for books within Kindle. Uh, it will be interesting to see how this experiment goes, and I do like that it only requires a three month commitment, so I can always take the ebook version wide and it does not affect the print or the audio. So those will be published wide, while the ebook will be exclusive on Kindle slash Amazon, at least for the first three months, but we'll see how that goes. I also did sign up for a vendor night in the area. Uh, That will be interesting to see how this goes, because honestly, I don't know the size of the event, But it is for a middle school in the area, and it's a pretty big school district, so I should be okay there. I found this event from a former coworker's post on Facebook, uh, and it's local. And the entrance fee, honestly, is low, so I figured why not give it a try. Uh, Plus, this will be a good test run for the big local book festival I'll be at in October. Add in another book launch in the fall and the fall will be a very, very busy season for me, Uh, not to mention the summer with all the prep work that is involved. Uh, I'm looking at other events to exhibit at in the area and places to book for signings as well as we get ready for Hollywood Hearts, the second act, plus the launch of the first book in the Fire and Ice series in the fall. I'm really looking forward to the upcoming launch schedule that I have, uh, but I do Please don't forget that I do have Chemical Attraction up uh, uh, wide uh, at all ebook retailers, and it is available in print as well. The audiobook is coming. I had a little issue with the audio files, but that will come uh, probably after Hollywood Hearts, second act hits, hits uh, the online retailers. So that is my week. I have another busy week ahead of me, lots of little things to do, and I'll let you know how that goes next week. Have a great week, everyone. Uh, Please subscribe. Please like the show. uh, Please tell any of your author friends about the show because any additional listeners really does help the, the show in general. So thanks and have a great week. This was The Author's Lighthouse, a Fireball Studio production. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Author's Lighthouse. And if you like the show, leave us, leave us a five-star review on your podcast platform. It really helps get the show discovered. And also don't forget to subscribe. If you have a topic you would like to suggest for a future episode, email it to karen at com. If you liked this episode and want to hear more, please support the show at patreon.com slash authors lighthouse that's p a t r e o n dot com slash authors lighthouse every bit helps support the show this was the authors lighthouse a fireball studio production please follow us on facebook and instagram at the authors lighthouse and on twitter at authors l h and if you like the show subscribe, and leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. It really helps get the show discovered. If you have a topic you would like to suggest for a future episode, email it to karen at theauthorslighthouse.com. That's K-A-R-E-N at theauthorslighthouse.com. And if you really like this story and want to help more, please support the show at patreon.com slash authors lighthouse that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash authors lighthouse every little bit helps support the show and thank you